Here it is, another episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast. Welcome in. I am Mark Jolliffe, also known as DJ Soundwave. Got a big show today, got a lot to talk about. Got my man Bub Styles on the show to talk about his new album, Outerwear Season. But before we do that, let's heed the words of our sponsor. Today's episode is presented by The Skin Store. For over 20 years, The Skin Store has been the number one destination for premium skincare, hair care, and beauty products. With over 8,000 different products from 300 different brands, The Skin Store has you covered for all your hair, cosmetics, supplements, and of course, skincare needs. Find your favorite brands like Elta MD, New Face, Olaplex, and more all in one place with gifts with every purchase. Right now, The Skin Store is offering our listeners 20% off your next purchase by using the code POD. That's code P-O-D for 20% off your next purchase at skinstore.com slash pod.list. Skin Store, have the confidence to tackle the day ahead. Exclusions apply. Gotta get that skin right. Can't mess around. The weather's all crazy. It's hot and cold. Skin's getting dry. You gotta get that uh, skin care. Make sure you go to the Skin Store. Take care of what you gotta take care of. All right. The Infinite Banter Podcast is here. My name is Mark Jolliffe also known as DJ Sonwave. Thank you for checking out the show. Big, big up to my man, G4 Jack, who was on the last episode. Go check that out if you have not heard it yet. And check out his album, Regressions, with producer MeFucks. Go to lordmob.com, check out his merch. Find more music from his crew, Lord Mob, and everything else. Definitely big shout out to G4 Jag. Had a great time talking to him, and his music is just, uh, just straight heat. On today's show, we got Bub Styles in the building, another underground artist, doing big things. His new album, Outerwear Season, is out right now, and we're going to talk about that album, play a couple songs from it, talk about him living in Brooklyn. A lot of fun talking above style, so definitely stay tuned for that. Also, uh, when I did my last episode, I said, you know, because I was talking about DMX, like, I hope I don't have to do another one of these episodes again. Well, sure enough, I have to do another one of these episodes again, because we lost Shock G from Digital Underground, and uh, yeah, that was a, that, it's just, it's just tough, man. And Black Rob passed away too since I last recorded one of these. So it's just it's 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 too much, man. Uh, what I'm gonna do today for Shock G is that I had Money B on here about a year ago, and what I'll do in this episode is I'm gonna bring back about five to seven minutes, basically of him talking about Shock G and Humpty Hump and Digital Underground and everything, uh, specifically about Shock G mostly, just to kind of you know pay homage to the man. And uh, Shock G was definitely one of the all-time icons and legends in the game. I think he's very underrated in what he was able to do and accomplish in the music industry. So definitely stay tuned for that. After the Bub Styles interview, I'll play some clips from Money B. So definitely stay tuned for that. But as always, you can find this show on all digital platforms, the usual places, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. If you go on Apple Podcasts, rate and review the show. I definitely want to push everyone to go on to Podchaser. If you do a review on there, they will donate to Meals on Wheels. So definitely go on Podchaser. And all the other places that you go to check out podcast this show is there social media go on instagram facebook and twitter at infinite banter podcast go to youtube i just put up some new videos on there check out clips from past guests that were on the show just type in infinite banter on youtube all right without further ado let's get this show started we got bub styles play some clips from money b who was on the show about a year ago pay homage to my man shock g and more after that as well we got a lot to talk about let's get into it but before we start anything as always you know how it goes it never begins until the hall of famer the legend, the king from Queens, DMC, says this. Yo, yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, the K-I-N-G, the greatest MC in history. And right now, you're listening to Infinite Banter, because we will banter on forever, because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be. 
IB Infinite Banter. And you know the format of this thing. Whenever I have a music guest on here, and lately that's pretty much almost all the episodes I do, <laughs> we uh, we definitely play a song to get you acclimated, get you ready for the person who's about to come on and talk. So before we talk to Bub Styles, we're going to play a song from his new album, Outerwear Season, and this one right here, one of my favorite joints off that record. We talk about it in the interview. Nupsy Hustle with ARXV, and uh, listen to ARXV's uh, verse. He says some really uh, some really witty shit on this one. But uh, this, uh, this is a banger, of course. Bub Styles, ARXV, this one right here. Nupsy Hustle on the Infinite Banter podcast on the other side of this. We'll talk to my man himself, Bub Styles. But here we go. Nupsy Hustle, get your coat. Outerwear season. Put your hoodie on. Infinite Banter podcast. Like a hundred dollars each toe. Gem stars in my great brims. Amigo, keep the peace low. She popped and locked it, then I molly walked it. Call a bird poly, shorty out of pocket. Got a quarter pint of blood in each socket. Hit him with the Kevin James and hits. You cannot stop it. You think you stacking more than me is chop logic. Three quarters of your wardrobe is hot topic. The other quarter says in DJ Max. I'm in the club with product in the DJ's bag. You sippin' $7 froze's, brose. I'm deaf unless the money talking both ways. You wouldn't last one day in the old days. See the hunger and the pain in my cold days. I'm riding with my bougie brother, looking smooth as butter. Stay stupid, gutter. No wonder they truly love us. You couldn't touch us. Try to fuck with me and my team and deal with the repercussions. Trigger squeezes sounding like thunder, body pieces and dumpsters. And I ain't even lift a finger, dog. What the fuck was you? Get shot in your head looking like Lincoln in back of a Lincoln. Your life is worth pennies on the dollars. We rock wilders. Me and Bubby like red and meth and this shit to rock wilder. Microphone checker. Swing the sword in your sector. My mind is on autopilot. Hands off the wheel like a Tesla. Feel like Pac when he got shot. Middle finger up in his stretcher. Cause these motherfuckers can't stop me from applying the pressure. Shouldn't have to talk about it. They already know who the next up. I don't like the hand that's dealt. I snatched the card, shuffle the deck up. If you think that vest is helping, I only aim. I love cocaine. I couldn't wait to get out of college and start making money because I wanted to live that lifestyle. Yo, yo, what's up? This is G4 Jack. You're now tapped into the podcast with Infinite Banter and DJ Soundwave. Only for the authentic, man. You know the fucking vibes. You're tuned into the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am DJ Soundwave, and right now I'm joined by an MC from Brooklyn. He has a new album out right now, Outerwear Season. The one and only Bub Styles is on the Infinite Banter Podcast. What's up, Bub? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good, Infinite? How you feeling? Man, feeling good, man. Outerwear Season, that album, dude. Man, it's just straight fire, man. And of course, it's getting warmer, so I don't know if you have like a, a shorts and t-shirt album coming next, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's funny you mentioned that. We do, actually. But uh, but that's to be announced soon. Ah, see? I'm sick of motherfuckers stealing my fucking album names, bro. I can't even be doing it premature. <laughs> Yo, on God, it happened to me twice, geez. Twice. Oh, man. You want to speak on those? or? Nope. Nope. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> on to the next one, my guy. I got you, man, man. Uh, for heads listening who are not familiar with Bub Style, let them know how long you've been in the game and uh, you know when you got started. Yeah, yeah. Um, shit from Brooklyn, like you said. Shit, hip hop always been in my fucking life. Even before I wrote my first verse, I feel like hip hop was in my shit. You know what I mean? Fucking 
kind of started fucking around maybe like 10 years ago, some shit like that, just fucking with people I knew and shit, with producers and shit. And then uh, dropped my first project in 2016, kind of started slow, then fucking now we dropping, we dropping like fucking hotcakes, my guy, I'm telling you. Man, no you doubt know, about it. We dropped maybe, uh, I dropped maybe 10 projects in the last like year and a half, some shit like that, two years, some shit like that. Man, fuck COVID, you, you're not even stopping, man. Nope. Yo, if anything, I'm speeding up during this COVID shit. You know what I mean? Shout out to those lost, but this shit helped me. Goddamn. Yeah, you know, that. there's a lot of truth to that because I've had a lot of you know artists on here and I've asked them the same question. I'll ask you, how has COVID either hindered you or enhanced things? It seems like everybody's like, look, I could do this shit at home. I could just go to the living room or wherever and just put out material and just work on stuff instead of having to worry about studio time and hooking up with this person. You had the same uh, story for you? Yeah, absolutely, bro. I feel like during this COVID shit, everyone was locked in, of course, and then fucking everybody was just feeling super creative. It kind of fucking slowed everyone's lives down a little bit that they could focus on shit for themselves and shit i feel like the producers worked harder the rappers worked harder and then fucking i feel like a lot has come out of this for sure especially for me i mean a whole lot a whole lot is fucking we really really stepped it up in the last like year and a half for this covid shit for sure yeah no doubt man let's talk about this album outerwear season man so much to get to on this record man just talk about the concept and just the uh, the idea of this record man yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fucking New York is a very is a very frigid place at times. You know what I'm saying? And that doesn't that doesn't slow shit down though. You know what I mean? You got to make your money regardless. So this is kind of a shout to that. You know what I'm saying? It's a shout to fucking hustling when the shit ain't really comfortable like that. You know what I'm saying? It's outerwear season. You got to bundle bundle the fuck up. Get out there and fucking <laughs> and get that fucking dollar, bro, because it's not gonna get itself. You feel me? Yeah, man. I'm here in Chicago, so we definitely know about uh. Yeah, you know the deal. Parkers all day. Parkers, dude. Text all that shit. I really know. <laughs> it's messed up out here because I'm sure you got the same problem. You know, you take the shit off. Like, all right, you know, we had that 70 degree day. I'm done with this. And then, like, the next day, you got to go get that shit back and, you know, go back to work, you know, and the big coat, big hat and everything. Bro, that's what we're going through right now. Like, three days ago, it was 70, fucking. And then, like, two days ago, we were shooting a video in the fucking freezing cold rain. I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on, bro? <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, it's like that. It's like that, bro. Yeah, man, no doubt about it. Let's talk about that joint on here. Carhartt Cartel, that one with uh, Dot Demo, just a straight banger. And you talk about that line, real money never folds. I, I started looking at my wallet after I heard that verse, man. Talk about that record. <laughs> <laughs> this shit ain't nah, folding, nah. dude. If you, if you want to feel good, don't look at nobody else's pockets. You know what I'm saying? Word. You know what I mean? Because you, 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 that shit don't fold. Put some starch in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nah, nah, but uh, yeah, yeah, I love that joint, bro. Fucking uh, dot demo. That's uh, that's my guy. He's uh, spit out the Bronx. We kind of just linked on some fucking New York shit, you know. And we we we've done a lot of joints together by now. This is like I think the fifth or sixth joint we already have out. Yeah, man, it's always a fucking pleasure working with him. He's one of the few rappers I feel like that I have to I have to look back in my verse and be like, am I am I am I who I think I am? Right. You know what I mean? Um, nah, but he's uh he's a dope rapper fucking that video that video's fire kind of came together we just like stopped by his hood and just uh you know hit some regular deli spots you know what i mean just made it cinematic and shit um yeah yeah but the real money don't fold you can't fit real money in the wallet you feel me no no <laughs> thankfully my shit's online so it doesn't have to fold i guess right uh, exactly yeah i'm okay with paypal that's straight down there. <laughs> there, right everybody listening you want to cop some joints from bub paypal's in effect but you can find them and give him some you smell me? I'm here. I'm here. Right. Some non-folding money. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fact. 
<laughs> Man, another joint with, you know, a feature on here. Just hot, hot banger right here. That Nupsy Hustle with ARXV, man. He brings some fire on that track. Yeah, man. That's uh, that's the other half of Flea Market. Uh, I'm in a duo called Flea Market. F-L-E-E-M-R-K-T. Uh, and it's me me and ARXV. Uh, fucking, that's definitely my most frequent collaborator. He's on everything I fucking do. You know, if you if you get tapped into my movement, you're going to see him all, all over the shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, that, that joint is tough, man. Uh, fucking Michelangelo laced the beat on that shit. Me and him got a lot of shit, a lot, a lot of shit in the works too. But yeah, he laced the beat for that. We kind of felt like it was like a doom type joint. We was calling nice. it the doom joint for the longest. Cause like just how the beat, how the beat was like fucking had the space theme, but like was also bumping and the bass was heavy and all that shit. We was like, nah, this is some doom shit. We actually just named it N- Nupsy Hustle like last minute. Cause you know, the whole album titles is all like fucking kind of like outerwear theme type shit. So the Nupsy is that, that good North face. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. The one that's not in my closet. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I got that exactly. cold shit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Man, talk about, you referenced Doom right there. I mean, I'll just get into it, man. How how big of an influence is Doom? Because you're right, that track has that space vibe to it. And, you know, salute to Doom and, you know, rest in peace, of course. Big influence on a lot of us. Yeah, yeah, man. Fucking Doom is one of my favorite rappers ever, man. Fucking one of, one of my first favorite rappers, really. What what can you say about the fucking guy? You know what I'm saying? His not only his music, but his fucking his character and fucking he just did everything himself and never looked backwards for nothing, never fucking looked downwards for nobody, upwards for nobody. He just really like did the shit how he wanted to do it. He was super he like, you know, he fucking secluded himself from the world in a way. Even when he was out here making moves, he was kind of secluded in a dope fucking way. And, you know, the mask, obviously, like, that shit is legendary. Like, you can't step away from a motherfucker that don't take his mask off. Like, you're going to be like, what's good with that motherfucker? He but knew yeah, it was Doom, right to wear a mask Doom, years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, facts. Yeah, I mean, Zev, you know, when he was Zev. But in the Doom days, it's like, yo, who is this fucking magical motherfucker? You feel me? Yeah, no doubt, yeah, man. His music, his music was a big influence on me, man. Like, Mad Villain, I must have played that 600 times when I was 16, like, straight up, you know? Yeah, that stays in rotation, without a doubt, and as, as well as most of his records do. And you talk mm-hmm. about, you know, somebody with the different personas, man, and we just lost Shock G, another dude. Obviously, he was like, as far as I know, he might have been the first one to do the whole, I'm this guy, I'm that guy type deal. He's a, just a innovator and just a legend icon in this business man talk about uh any influence you might have gotten from shock g or just just your uh recollections of him shit that was a little before my time a little before i started uh really getting into hip-hop obviously i know his uh influence on the game shit i mean yeah do the fucking humpty hump you know what i'm saying fucking shout out shout out shock g you know what i'm saying no doubt Definitely. No doubt. And of course, you've been in New York, you know, Black Rob, DMX, another couple that we lost, man. It's just, it's getting to be too much, man. How's the influence of those dudes uh, to this day? Yeah, I mean, X, X X-Men, you know, obviously just New York. I mean, besides the fucking impact he had on the world, the New York impact is ridiculous. Obviously, that was one of my favorite rappers when I was a kid, too. You know what I'm saying? The six month back to back albums, I had both of them shits. Fucking couldn't believe my fucking eyes when I saw how quick he was dropping another album. I must have been like nine years old or some shit like that. You know, and he he brought a real aggressive, aggressive uh, tone to the game. And I think I definitely took off that for sure. As far as Black Rob shit, I mean, Life Stories are fucking will forever be a fucking classic. I fucking love that album. Love that album. Man, Whoa, Whoa was way ahead of its time way fucking ahead of its time with the beat and the delivery and all that that still is one of my favorite songs of all time yeah, yeah. man 
it's, it's been a it's been a rough couple of years, bro. It's been a rough couple of fucking years, especially for New York. It's motherfuckers is falling off, man. Yeah, you, you're not even kidding, man. And you're right, that Woe joint, I remember when it came out. I mean, in the club or in the cars driving by, that shit just banged hard. So Slow ahead of its time for a New York motherfucker, man. Yeah, really, really dope, man. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, him and X, they brought that grimy back to New York after a couple of years. It seemed like we were kind of falling off a bit, and they definitely Lord brought me. it back. You know, salute to those dudes, and rest in peace to all the legends and icons. And let's get back to this album, man. You know, Outerwear Season. You know, another joint on here, you've got a video for it. I was watching it a couple of times already. The uh, Sleep Tech Reflex, man. That's some, some tripped out shit right there, man. Yeah, man. Yo, we try to stay different. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I like the, I like the divide between, like, you know, the words is rough and gritty and, like, fucking you can hear the you can hear the fucking humps in my voice and shit but like you know what i'm saying we always try to keep the visuals lighthearted to the to an extent for the most part you know what i'm saying even if it's a dark video we're gonna have some shit that's gonna be a little bit ridiculous in there this shit obviously we went lay, way fucking left with <laughs> right um, yeah man i was just i wanted to shoot like a fucking trippy ass video over a hard ass fucking song like that song, when you hear the song, you think like a fucking gutter, like a fucking alley. And then you see the video and I'm here with all these fucking flowers and shit. That was kind of just like our, our fucking way of going into it. Be like, let's shoot this super dark song, but make it a fucking like goofy, bright, lighthearted fucking video. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. You run it through the garden and shit and you got the <laughs> the nice writing, you know, on, on the video and everything. Yeah, it just it's totally makes you feel like this is a nice song like no yeah listen to it it's not not really <laughs> nah, nah, nah. ain't shit nice ain't shit nice boy man that foxtail line got me too man <laughs> yo you had a short run man i'm telling you <laughs> <laughs> unless somebody brings them back <laughs> man yeah this this I album not. i hope not yeah, no, no, it's it's not a good look, man. Davy Crockett shit is way gone, man. We don't do that shit no more. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the the title track too. I think it's the first time I ever heard Lester Holt on a hip hop song, man. Another banger. Yeah, yo, thank you. Uh, that was fucking. That was Brass Beard. That's my engineer. Um, my you know my fucking number one guy. I'm locked in with him anytime I'm in the studio. Is me and Sal, me and Brass Beard. Uh, he also produces, and yeah, he laced that shit. A lot of his stuff is a little bit more upbeat, more like modern type beats, more trappy, but he can lock into really anything. And I wanted something really, really zony, really spacey, like with no drums type shit. And he laced it. He laced it. He's a he's a musical genius, so he could really fucking lock in anything, man. I love that fucking song. Yeah, that was one of my favorite tracks on there. I mean, the whole album is is dope, of course, but uh, yeah, that was one that really stood out. And like I said, hearing the the news anchors at the end, you know, just crazy. You know, yeah, definitely yeah, salute. Man. Yeah, thank you, bro. Thank no, you. no doubt, man. Another banger too. I got to bring up that that Montclair joint. I had to look it up because I realized I don't have one of those coats. So again, you know, <laughs> you, you're schooling me on the outerwear, bub. Yeah, bro. I'm telling you, you gotta you gotta be tapped into this New York to, to this uh, to this fashion shit. You know what I'm saying? To kind of understand the shit. I kind of wanted to make it that way. You know. Also, who the fuck knows what Harry Colvera is? Dude, I don't even know how to pronounce it, man. <laughs> Thank you for yeah, saying bro, it. Like nobody knows that shit. I'm very very into food, so I happen to know that Harry Colvera is a thin French green bean. You know what I'm saying? But that's just because I'm me. But you know, I, I try to I try to keep it interesting. You know what I'm saying with the titles and with the with the pack and all that shit but uh yeah i love that joint too that was made from uh that beat was from dreddy out in the uk um he's filthy he's disgusting me and him have some a lot more shit coming also um yeah montclair harry colbert fucking we got the video on the chopping block for that too 
oh shit look out for that that was called camouflage tactics for the longest but then once we want to do the outerwear i was like nah nah we gotta make it gotta make it sound funky well you had to make me get on my googles because i had to look up all you know what (laughs) it's like green beats (laughs) dog that's the fucking that's the goal that's the goal that's what i'm yeah i'm here to educate and also entertain you feel me yeah no doubt i'm looking it up i'm (laughs) like you talking about coats and green beans like let me go listen to this song again maybe i misunderstood (laughs) (laughs) nah nah that was it that was it we in warm coats getting the green that's it that's what it's all about man see that's that uh that undercurrent subliminal shit that some of us simple-minded fucks don't catch, man. So big up to Bub Styles. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. That's, <laughs> this is for the world. It's for the world, baby. Yeah, I got you, man. A video I, I found on YouTube, you know, not from this album, but the lookings that joint. You got your dance moves on in that one, man. Salute to you. Yeah, bro. That's one of the. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? It's a fucking hard banger ass song. Ain't shit funny about the song. You know what I mean? And then we we keep it lighthearted, though. You know what I'm saying? Even when I'm with the Goonies, wherever the fuck I'm at, we're going to be busting a little step. You know what I mean? We're going to be cutting a little rug type shit. You know? So, I mean, looking, looking, I love that fucking song. That's a banger. That was from my Crew Gabagool album that came out in December, produced by K Slugger. Um, and that's still that's still making us little waves, too, and shit. Yeah, man. We, we've been dropping. We've been dropping crazy. Man, man, you got to look out. What are some other albums that people should be out on the lookout for and like a website they could find you at? Get more merch or albums, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shit, I got it. I just dropped the merch line uh, two weeks ago. Um, it's called Cold Cut Kings and you could get it at bubstyles.myshopify.com. Uh, if you don't remember that, look at the link in my bio on my Instagram, bubstyles on everything, B-U-B-S-T-Y-L-E-S. Shit, we got a lot of albums in the works, man. Uh, next coming up is in June is going to be Land of Silk and Money. Then in fucking in August, we got Bub Dini coming out. Uh, today, I was actually featured on an album uh, from Yellow Wolf and DJ Muggs. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that just dropped today. And let me tell you, yo, the whole album is fucking ridiculous, bro. It's fucking ridiculous, yo. Even, even, I, I love Yellow Wolf. That's my guy. That's my fucking guy. But even he fucking surprised the shit out of me on this joint. Damn. Um, and I was, and I was very honored to be a part of that shit. I'm um, on track seven. He actually called it Flea Market, which is the name of my group and shit. So I was like, holy shit. Damn. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. We out here working, man. We just dropped a remix to one of me and ARXV's uh, joints called Get Rich or Go Broke. That was with Yellow Wolf. We dropped that at the top of this month. We got a lot more dropping, man. Me and Ace Face got a got an album, Cold-Blooded Hot Summer, coming soon. Uh, that That's in the works. Got another EP that I have yet to title, but that's fucking finito. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot, bro. And we got vinyls pretty much for every fucking album dropping, too. Oh, man. You're talking my language yeah, now with the vinyl shit. There we go. Yeah, man. Yo, give me uh, give me a dress after this. I'll send you some shit. No doubt. No doubt. We'll definitely will do that. And you brought up DJ Muggs, man. You know, one of the all-time great producers, too. I mean, it had to be awesome to do the track with him. Yeah, bro. Fucking, it was, it was really, really dope. Uh, me and Muggs haven't really tapped in yet, I'll say. But fucking just through the Yellow Wolf Connect, he was doing this album with Muggs. Which I thought when I heard at first, I was like, really? Like, that's a fucking weird-ass combo. But right. But I heard the album, I'm like, whoa, yo, yo, this is why you wanted to do this. Because you wanted to flex a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> no he definitely doubt. did. He definitely did. And Muggs, Muggs always flexing. You know what I'm saying? Fucking legend. Yeah. I hope to do more work with him one day for sure. There we go, man. That's got to look out for that. And all that records you talked about coming out. Where can heads follow you on social media to see what Bubs is on right now? Bub Styles on everything. B-U-B-S-T-Y-L-E-S. No Z, no funny shit. 
They call me the fucking cold cut king of the city. They call me fucking Bubby Backwoods. They call me Boar's Head Bubs. They call me shit. The guy with the shit that you need on the block that you at. All that shit. There it is. There it is, man. And, you know, before I let you bounce, man, you know, a lot of greenery uh, references, man. Talk about that a little bit, you know, especially in that, that yeah, video. Man, plants, <laughs> plants feed life, my boy. Plants feed fucking life. Got all types of shit. You know what I'm saying? Different flavors, different flavors every blunt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big backwood, big backwood pressure, I'm telling you. Man, had Guy Grams on here last summer, and he was telling me about all that as well. So, you know, <laughs> salute to you dudes putting it out there, man. You got to, got to do your thing. You got to, we need something to uh, get through all this COVID bullshit and everything else going on. That definitely has to help a little bit. Yeah, that's my excuse. That's a good excuse. Go ahead. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> man, with all this COVID shit, I'll just be smoking too much, man. Fuck. This COVID done made me smoke. <laughs> man, nobody, nobody's going to call you out for that one. No yeah, doubt. Facts, facts. No, I got the, I got the excuse. Word. Man, Bub Styles from the Infinite Banter podcast. Definitely don't sleep. Go check out that new album, Outerwear Season. You rocking a coat right now, man? Is it cold over there? Uh, shit, yo, it's supposed to be mid-60s, but you never know in this fucking city, bro. Yeah. It looks beautiful outside, though, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, it's the same here. It's like 60 degrees, but go outside and you realize that wind smacks you in the face. You have to go back inside and grab that yeah, real yeah, coat. That shit'll you know. fuck you up, kid. That shit'll <laughs> fuck you up out there. <laughs> man, no doubt about it. Bub Styles, you ever been to Chicago, man? You ever perform here or anything yo, like that? No, I haven't. I haven't, bro. I need to, I need to tap in because I got a lot of family in Detroit. I know that's far. That's not fucking the same shit at all, but so, I mean, I'm fucking, I'm in and out the midwest sometimes so i gotta fucking come check you out over there yeah man yeah detroit's about a five hour drive from here so it's an easy it's an easy shot but it's about five hours but yeah detroit you know chicago we're kind of like the same same idea you know same same wavelength as far as you know cities that uh have some elements to them that are similar you know what i mean oh, yeah. but, no uh, that's why i kind of made the comparison because i know it's uh it's like cleveland detroit chicago is like those three kind of uh those three cities like that is how i see it in my mind Right, right. You know, without a doubt, man, it definitely when someone from the outside talks about it, I could feel like, you know, how we look to other people. But uh, yeah, we definitely got our shoulders up, you know, compared to those cities. We try to act like we're the we're the shit, but we got our problems out here without a doubt, man. But thanks. Oh, yeah. Thanks again for repping the podcast, bub. And uh, once again, let heads know where they can find you online and uh, find the album and everything. Yeah, yeah. Bub Stouse. B-U-B-S-T-Y-L-E-S. Outerwear season is out now. We dropped that last month with a whole slew of fucking fire production from some fire individuals. We got fucking Get Rich or Go Broke, the deluxe, coming soon, featuring Yellow Wolf on the Get Rich or Go Broke remix. Today, Mile Zero, Yellow Wolf and DJ Muggs drop. Catch me on Flea Market, the song on there, track seven. I got Land of Silk and Money coming soon. Bub Dini, Escape Artist, coming soon. Fucking Crew Gabagool came out in December. Go check that. Fucking Very Sucio Muy Picante came out last June. Go check that. Fucking State of Flea Emergency came out last April. Go check that shit. If you just happen into my shit, there's a whole lot of fucking places you could go. YouTube.com fucking slash Bub Styles TV. Anything you want, baby. No doubt. And follow the show here because I'll definitely be posting about it where you can find Bub Styles, man. Salute for you coming on here, man. And uh, de- definitely helping me with my lingo. Now I know what uh, Hardy Coverts. I don't know if I said that right. I probably screwed yeah, up Hardy already. Colbert, yeah, 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 yeah. Colbert, I said it wrong. <laughs> you See? got any questions? Now you got my number. You know? Yeah, there it is. <laughs> you phone me anytime you need food advice. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Got Relationship th- advice. I'll be at Google. Oh, shit. I got that connect, man. Well, I got a little one here, so sometimes I need that advice about that and uh, 
Dude, in that dad life. Uh, I, don't got, I don't got shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me influencing that little one, trust me. Yeah, I got you on that, bub. <laughs> Big up, man. Appreciate you, Big dude. Big up, my man. Yo, thank you for having me on, bro. Yeah, no doubt. Anytime, man. All right, peace, man, that was really fun talking to Bub Styles. Uh, it's really cool doing this show, man, because I'm I'm learning new artists that I would not know about if it wasn't for this podcast. So definitely salute to Bub Styles for coming on the show. His album is Straight Heat. We're going to play another song from that album. This right here, there's a video for it. So if you go on YouTube, watch the video. It really makes the song that much better because it's, it's a grimy song, but the video is more fun and happy like we talked about in the interview. So I definitely encourage everybody out there, you done listening to this, go check out that video. It is pretty cool. This right here is called Sleep Tech Reflex on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Off of that new album, Bub Styles, Outerwear Season. Get your coats right, get your skin right, and get outside because the weather's changing. And uh, we're starting to get vaccinated, so maybe some of us start doing those things outside that we'd like to do. So here we go. Sleep Tech Reflex, Bub Styles off his new album, Outerwear Season. Go check out the video after this episode here. But here we go. Sleep Tech Reflex on the Infinite Banter Podcast. I used to buy 18 carat fronts, but now I lose them too much. 10 carats look the same after boozing and blunts. All that gold plated losing its touch. Them tight rows, you gotta loosen them up. Screaming heady, but that's juice in the cup. I see you schmoozing and what? Nah, snoozing, drop the two at the bus stop. I be yapping, dropping jewels on a tough block. Flat bush, I brought the plug clock. I never understand the price you pay in having stuck stock. Fuck that, the money spent it like a hubcap. No misfortune when the route's scorching. I'm too Grand back torching. I know you not used to catching flack often. Hear my tone of voice the way they act soften. Yeah. Stop that talking. Flappy lips, so I left his clientele from trunk fulls of pounds to next. Thousand on the kicks, but I'll pay that, no resale. I'd rather drop that on the weed smell. A shrimp cocktails. I told him cop the whole shit. I'm sick of the buy daily crop sales. You had a short run like designer foxtails. Pushing 50 on the block still. Got bubbles on bark still, my dogs bark still Park bench in the dark still Got little fishies looking like a shark's mail This must be how supreme clientele stalks fill We ain't part of a larger cartel My daily route De Niro and Bronx tell Steep tech reflex Smoke more, geek less Put a line in the sand like after beach sex Thunderstorm dollars, cheap flex Used to get sucked off during recess He says, she says Diamonds the size of recess pieces Had her singing like Aretha She already knew the procedure Sucking don't act like a diva The whole never rode a two-seater Up and down the coast with that fina Shit Never felt dirtier but never looked cleaner Stupid clean, stupid fucking dirty at the same time Never felt dirtier, never looked cleaner Still looking super limpio Keep it very fucking sucio With her, her friend Susie and a groupie hoe Acting stupid though Bitch, bend over to give me the kooky hoe That bitch crazy, she a kooky hoe Came through with the same vest 
And hairstyle is Rufio Okay, okay, Rufio Okay, Captain Hook reference, I get it, I get it That's, that's good, that's a good style for you What up, what up, it's your man Money B From Digital Underground, Raw Fusion And Money B and Young Hump Representing that day all day And of course, I cool out And I'm rocking with Infinite Banter If you didn't know, boo and like I said at the beginning of the show and at the end of my last one I did, you know, it's really been tough uh, recording these episodes because I have a whole format. I have, you know, a bunch of things I want to talk about. And then, you know, unfortunately, you know, one of my heroes, legend and icon in the hip hop game passes away and I've got to, you know, it's like I got to crumple it up and throw it away and start over because, you know, I got to, I can't do a show without acknowledging you know, these these great artists that unfortunately are passing way too soon. You know, uh, Black Rob passed away about two weeks ago. And it, that it's just crazy to think about that. You know, it's it's, it's so often now that these guys are passing and they're, you know, barely 50 years old. So it's been it's been rough. Uh, I remember that Black Rob joint. Whoa. When I was in college, uh, I used to do a college sports talk show. Shout out to Sports Underground, WCRX, Columbia College. So, you know, we would play music coming back from commercials and such. And the, the Woe Joint, man, we played it a lot. That was one one of the bumps. We, so whenever I hear that song, it makes me think of those days in like 2001, 2002, doing that show. And that would be the bump back. And we'd also play DMX, What's My Name? That was another one. It was just like really big, you know, <clears throat> get you excited to talk about the Bulls or whatever we were talking about that day, the NFL, Cubs, White Sox, whatever. So uh, salute to Sports Underground. And yeah, Black Rob, he made some bangers. And that woe joint, you could not deny it. In the clubs, on the radio, whatever, it was just just a monster hit and uh, just RIP to him. And, you know, also to Shock G, you know, like I said, I had Money B on the show about a year ago during quarantine. You know, he was one of the guests I had on when, you know, we're all trapped in the house and, uh, it was an honor having him on, and we're going to play a few minutes of me talking to him right here. Yeah, I got to see Digital Underground perform a couple times. Uh, I got to meet him the second time I saw him. I saw him in 99, 2003, at a place called the Cubby Bear, which is right next to Wrigley Field where the Cubs play. A lot of concerts are held there. I'm not sure if it's still around <laughs> with all the COVID stuff. A lot of places have closed down and everything, but I, I'm assuming it's still there. But anyway, uh, yeah, it was it was cool seeing them. Just fun shows. I mean, some of the most fun concerts I've ever been to were those two shows at Digital Underground. And uh, when I get my guy DJ Real one on here in a couple of weeks, we're going to talk more in depth about one of those shows because that's one of the shows I first met him at. So we'll talk about that. But uh, just shocked you just couldn't have been like, you know, more of a an icon to me. I mean, the dude kind of had that Prince vibe, you know, he's a very eclectic, could play multiple instruments. He could sing a little bit. Obviously, on the mic, he, he was a beast. And he just knew how to put a group together. I mean, Digital Underground was a collective of different types of cats that all did different things. He had Tupac, he had Money B, DJ Fuse, Chopmaster J, you know, his Humpty Hump persona, all that stuff. And you're going to hear Money B talk about some of that stuff. So I don't want to get too much into it. Let, let him talk about it. He was there. He knows more about it than I ever will. But, uh, you know, salute to Shock G. Just, um, just too sad to hear what happened and uh, just shocking, man. Yeah, Sex Packets, their first album. You know, all-time classic. Of course, it's got the monster hit Humpty Dance, and you got Do What You Like. Freaks of the Industry, which might be my favorite Digital Underground song. And, you know, of course, they did other songs later on, like Same Song and No Nose Job, things like that. So, you know, salute, rest in peace to the legend Shock G and to Black Rob. But let's get into it. This is Money B. Like I said, he came on with me on the Infinite Banter podcast last summer. I mean, it's almost exactly a year ago. It was around the beginning of May. So he came on with me. He talked a lot. And I definitely recommend, go back and check out that episode. It's episode 38 if you want to hear the whole thing but this is about five to seven minutes 
uh, different questions I asked him about the group, questions about Shock G and, you know, did people know that Humpty Hump and Shock G were different people? Some some fun stuff in there. Some definitely uh, some good conversation about Shock G and Digital Underground. So stay tuned for this right here. Money B from last year on the Infinite Banter podcast. Rest in peace to Shock G and Black Rob. But here we go. Money B talking about Shock G and Digital Underground here on the Infinite Banter podcast. What was it like meeting Shock that first time? Did you, was the Humpty Hump gimmick even there yet? Or was he still kind of working on it? No, nah, there was no Humpty at the time. But Shock has, from the day one that I'm, from day one that I met him, he was a character. You know, right. And, uh, you know, just he was different from anybody that was in my neighborhood at the time, you know, because he <laughs> came from Tampa Bay by way of New York. And he's probably, you know, he's about six years older than me. So he just really wasn't like he was different from my normal friends. So when he came to meet me and Fuse, you know, even my mom was kind of looking back and down the hallway, like, who is this? You know, him and, him and Chopper, Chop Master J, because he didn't look like any of my friends. It looked like some, you know, like, who is this? Who are these people? And why are they here for my son? So it's funny that you mentioned that, because like I said, from day one, he's just, he's, he stood out and it was definitely a character. And he's been consistent because he's always been a free thinker. You know what I mean? What was it like within the underground? Because I'd imagine there's so many cats in that group. Was there like competition and getting time on songs? Like you just said, you weren't on every record. But was it like, you know, I want to get on this one or I want to get on this one? How did that work out where you would get on a song and maybe you weren't on another one? Well, at the time, and kind of like throughout the process throughout our career, it's always, it was never a competition to get on as many records as you could because, Remember, throughout the history of Digital Underground, everybody that, that was pulled into the group also had a solo project that they were working right. on. Right, kind of like Wu-Tang you know, before kinda, Wu-Tang. Yeah, so everybody had their own thing. So it was kind of like we were just available whenever Shock needed us. You know, So we weren't like clamoring to get on records. It was just like, Shock went, hey, man, can you, can you do something on this one? And we were like, sure, like, right. no problem. You know, and, and the only time I ever was like, I need to be on this record was... Um, kiss you back and shock wasn't sure if it was too popish meaning you know is it hip-hop enough like was it too R? no he had, he thought it might be too r&b-ish oh gotcha you right. know and, and wanted to kind of stick to the you know he wasn't sure about it how, how the hip-hop community would would accept it and me being like the youngest and and probably the, the, the hip-hop head of the group and i was like dude if you don't let me on this record i'm a I'm hurt somebody. <laughs> so that was like, that was like, so then it kind of like, you know, my mind gave him the confidence. He's like, if Mun thinks it's hip hop, then it must be all right. You know what I mean? Like he, I'm sure he loved the record and he thought it was dope. He wouldn't have made it. Right. But he just was questioning whether or not the hip hop, what the hip hop community would think. And the fact that I was loving it so much that I wanted to be on the record, you know. Stamp maybe, of approval right there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. stamp of approval. Like, you know what I mean? But that's the only time I ever remember asking or suggesting that I, I need to be on a record. Other than that, it was kind of like just being available. And if he needed me, I was there. But it was always Shock's brainchild. So he had the final say and we were we were there to support it. And he used everybody's, you know, all of our vocals kind of like instruments. You know, this part needs a horn. This part needs a a a, a piano solo or or a bass riff. That's kind of like how he saw all of us as voices in the group. He's like, man, this needs to be a, a raspy or a sexy voice right here. So right. blah, blah, blah. You get on this part. Oh, I need a tough, I need a real rugged 
I need a rugged vocal to get this point across. And that's how it, it worked. Talk about the Humpty Dance, how that thing was just like crazy. How like even to this day, I'm sure you get asked about it all the time. How big that song got and what it did for the group as a whole. Shit. The Humpty Dance, it, it, it changed all of our lives, right? It was, it was, uh, it, it, it hit the world by a storm. You know, when we made it, we thought it was a great song, you know, but just because it's a great song doesn't mean it's going to be a hit record, you know, in the eyes of, of, of the world. You know, shout out to Tommy Boy. They, they got it out there the way it was supposed to get out there. And it was just something fresh and new. And it, it, it took the world by storm. And it ended up, you know, selling. I don't know where it's at now, but I know it was by, not, you know, in the 1990, it was double platinum. You know, and that was that kind of put us on the map. And what did you yeah. first think of the whole Humpty Hump, you know, gimmick persona when he started pulling that out? Were you like, what? This is bugged out. What are you doing? You're just like a pimp with like, you know, what, you know, uh, the nose, eyeglasses. Was it like crazy to you or did you guys get it right away? I kind of got it right away because remember I told you I was introduced to Shot. He was he was a character even in the introduction. And as soon as you get to know him and you become part of the group, you're also introduced to these other characters like Blow MC Blowfish and oh, right. Rackadelic, you know, a few other personas that he had even before Humpty Hump was invented. And so when he was like, okay, this is going to be the guy that does this. And he kind of, you know, mimicked it. I was like, for sure, let's do it. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't in no way or shape that I ever go against the grain of that because I, I got it. It was just something new. And I was like, why not try it? You know what I mean? And I remember when I first saw that Shock and Humpty were the same dude, I was like, seriously I, did, I didn't catch it right away were a lot of people surprised when they found out that it was not two separate dudes were a lot of people surprised um spoiler by the way and they're yeah, not two. <laughs> it's mean, the same dude <laughs> that's that's what i was gonna say like you know even to this day people still argue that and just the fact that we were able to to kind of string people along for so long is just amazing to me so it's kind of like you know humpty hump is a character like batman right so <laughs> you go. we always we always had someone that that could play it even from day one sometimes his um shock's brother can't play him he had two of his other friends you know in different eight by tens or photo shoots or even even in the same song video i was about to ask about that uh, one yeah his 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 brother in a few scenes his brother is humpty up because his brother looks like him so we kind of we were it was fun to be able to like to pull off this this facade that it was two people but you know you either believed in the character or not so even when you we know that batman's not real but batman is real wait a minute are you serious batman's you know not real money b <laughs> yeah but, but 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 he is real meaning like there's a batman like he exists so when you see right batman on television the cartoon you be like what's on it's, it's batman and it's the character that we we believe in we know that that's when we see the cape that's batman so, you know, whether it's played by, you know, whoever through the years or even 007, James Bond. Right. You know, Roger Moore or whoever else played him back in the day to the guy who's playing him now. He even it looks different every time, but it's still 007, it's still James Bond. We know how he acts. We know what he does. We know he drinks martini, shaking nuts third, you know, with the women. Same thing with Humpty Hunt. <laughs> right. It's always, you know, you see the nose, you see the clothes. And you see the hose, you know, it's, it's Humpty Hump. <laughs> there it is. In a Humpty you know mobile, right? Exactly. <laughs> hey, this is Jason Warner Smith, and you are listening to Mark Jolliffe on Infinite Banter. Banter, banter, banter. 
time for you to leave, assholes. All right, that's Kirk Acevedo telling me it's time to get out of here, and that is exactly what I'm going to do. But before we do that, Kirk, I got you know a couple things I need to still talk about before we end the show here. Want to give a big shout out to the Infectious Groove podcast. They did an episode about one of my favorite Prince albums, Around the World in a Day. The two hosts they rate the album. You know, you looking back at an album like that, you could have different thoughts depending on how you first heard it or when you first heard it. So interesting hearing them talk about it, and definitely check out his video. They have one uh, talking about the different vinyl versions of Raising Hell from Run DMC, which was the first album I ever bought with my own money. I bought it on cassette. I still have it to this day. But yeah, I have two vinyl copies of Raising Hell, and they're different colors, uh, but they're both from that era from 86, 87. But he was talking about not just the ones from the old days, but the ones that are current, the reissues and such. So it's definitely worth looking. I'll go to YouTube, just type in uh, Infectious Groove Podcast, Raising Hell. You'll find it there. When he was talking about, on the Infectious Groove Podcast, about his favorite Prince albums, and he had put Around the World in a Day in his top five. We were going back and forth on Twitter on that. And I didn't know where it fit in mine. I liked that album a lot. You know, Raspberry Beret and Pop Life are two of the big songs on there. But I didn't, I couldn't really commit to saying it was a top five album. So without doing like a ton of like crazy research, I did write down my top five Prince albums. Did Around the World in a Day make it? Well, let's find out. My number five is Musicology. I just like it because it just was a newer sound. It was Prince in like the new you know, 2000s, you know, how he, how was he going to sound on radio with soul and R&B changing as it did? And he, of course, he's Prince. He, he, he could do whatever he wants, and he, and he killed it on that album. Sign of the Times would be my fourth favorite album. Uh, it, the, the title alone fits right now. I mean, the Sign of the Times we're living in, it's just such a great album, and he, the stuff he's talking about. He was talking about AIDS back then, but, you know, it's very, very parallel, very reminiscent of what's going on with COVID. So, you know, that's a very important album. One of his early albums, Dirty Mind, would be my third favorite. You know, that one's got some great classics under Uptown and Party Up. Just such a great album. I mean, it's it's raw Prince. It's before all the, the real, like, explosion of popularity, which I'm about to get to with these next two. So, unfortunately, Around the World in a Day did not make the list, because you could tell by, my, by the two I have left that it can't be. Uh, number two is 1999. Number one is Purple Rain. I mean, there's no way to deny those first two. I mean, they are they are hand in hand, two of the favorite albums of his of all time. And as a kid growing up, yeah, 1999 came out first. That's why I really started to get into him. And then, of course, Purple Rain, it was a rap, just an all-time classic. So you can say 1999 and Purple Rain are essentially, for you hip-hop heads out there, it's the equivalent of Tribe Called Quest, Low End Theory, and Midnight Marauders. I mean, just two albums that back-to-back releases define that artist or that group and just are um, two of the greatest albums of all time. And when they come out simultaneously like that, you know, it just takes that artist or that group to the next level. And I would say those two albums for both are, are on that level. So yeah, I've had Prince on my mind a little bit playing a lot of his music because of the fact that it's been five years since he passed, who I believe was April 21st, 2016. So, so definitely uh, thinking about his music and listening to a lot of his stuff the past week or so. And speaking of listening to music, if I gotta I gotta mention this real quick. Uh, <laughs> in the car, I've had DMX's first album, It's Dark and Hell is Hot. I've had that CD in the car, I, I don't know, maybe about a week or so. Uh, my car's kind of old, so long story short, when you start it, the CD comes right on. Yes, I have a CD player. I'm always a step behind in technology when it comes to my car. Everybody's got satellite radio and everything. Um, this car I currently had, at one time, did have a tape deck in it, which is crazy to think of. And I have a CD player in there now, which is, I guess, sort of obsolete. Nobody really has CD players anymore. But anyway, the way my car works, you turn it on, the CD starts from the beginning every time. It had some electrical issues. I don't want to get into it. But anyway, that's why it does that. So 
long story short, my wife borrowed the car because her car was in the shop for a day and she drove me to work. And, you know, when she was driving my car, you know, the CD pops on. So you turn it on. I mean, you, you, there's no way around it. It's going to play whatever's in the CD player. And <laughs> if you have that album, you know about it. The first thing that pops up is just DMX, like swearing like crazy. My man's in them. And uh, so when she came to pick me up from work, she started saying, you know, fucking stuff. And I'm like, whoa, wait, what are you? Because she doesn't really swear that much, hardly. And I'm like, what are you doing swearing? Where, 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 where are you send all these crazy words from? And she's like, oh, your car. And I turn it on. Every time I turn it on, I hear fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm like, oh, that's, that's DMX. <laughs> it's the dog. <laughs> it's hilarious. So, you know, uh, salute to DMX. You got my wife saying uh, fucking motherfucker. And my man's in them. You're saying all that. Uh, I don't think she was barking. I got to I gotta ask her again if she felt like she wanted to bark when she played the, the CD in the car. I mean, I'm sure she turned it off as fast as she could, but <laughs> salute to DMX. My man's in them. Fucking with me. Infectious Groove Podcast. Go check them out on all digital platforms. But unfortunately, around the world today, they did not make my top five. But it's definitely a top ten album. It might be my number six. I'm not sure. So salute to those guys. Go check them out. Definitely have to shout out my man, Vincent M. Ward. Go check out his book, The Stepdaddy. Go to vincentmward.com and order your copy today. And big shout out to Lennox Hughes. He's got a new album out. I'm about to get it in the mail in the next couple days or so. I'm really hyped for it. The Return of Sugar Ray and Quick. Lennox Hughes and Big French. It's out right now. Go check out Lennox Hughes online on social media. Just type in Lennox Hughes and, you know, cop that album. It's it's sick. He was on the show a few months back and uh, definitely want to represent anybody who's shown me love on this show. Definitely want to promote anything they're doing and let people know what's going on. All right, that's it for the show. Big up to my man, Bub Styles. Go check out his album, Outerwear Season, Don't Sleep. We're going to play one more song from that album. Rest in peace to Shock G. Rest in peace to Black Rob. And a big thanks to Money B for coming on the show last year. And here I am playing parts of that interview here to uh, help remember Shock G. Just a real tough time losing so many icons like this. So big up to everybody who's been listening. Follow the show on all digital platforms. Go to YouTube. Type in Infinite Banter. You'll find the show there. Clips from past guests. Go on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review the show. Do the same on Podchaser. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Infinite Banter Podcast. And once again, the thanks again to Bub Styles. Let's play one more track from his new album, Outerwear Season. And this is the one I couldn't pronounce, and I'm probably going to screw it up here. I'm going to butcher this title again. <laughs> Montclair Henry Covert. I think I said it right. This is a track is a banger. It doesn't matter how you say it. It's how you listen to it, because this right here is just straight heat. So go check out that new album, Bub Styles, Outerwear Season. And this song right here I'm about to play. Don't make me say it again. I'm going to say it again. Montclair, Hair Colvert. I think I said it right. It's about coats and green beans. If that doesn't get you excited, then I can't help you. You know what I mean? All right, let's get out of here. Thanks again for Bub Styles coming on the show. And as always, check out the show on digital platforms and social media. Thanks for listening. And until I do another one of these episodes, I'm out. Hey, asshole, get off the road. What the fuck do you mean $15 for a fucking pack of backwoods, man? Yo, I've been coming here for years, you know my face, bro Yo, this the third time in two months my deli switched hands Bullshit. That means every two to three weeks I gotta have a new discussion with the owner about pitching these grams I'm making moves and he don't seem fit for the dance Two to three grips in my pants Every sale another two to three digits in hands The custody straight, but he ain't welcome with his fidgety mans These bumpy lip rappers going kissing they fans Them low ticket sales switching the plans 
Back table sectioned off at Bartolino's Dark Cartagena spilled vino on his silk Pico the garbage. Got my little seeds like Tobiko Mother nature keep calling me for deep strokes Venmo and Cash App, I'm goody with them COVID-filled green notes Them dudes dusty like Licky Lee notes Them young boys ain't got no street code Step up and get your click vetoed fuck about you, Camouflage tactics Big money, small batches Had the whole block doing backflips The profit margin batshit Got walk scared and talk ratchet Camouflage tactics Big money, small batches Had the whole block doing backflips Had the whole block doing gymnastics The profit margin batshit Got walk scared and talk ratchet I walk different, talk different My art different, shit I spark different Light work out the dark kitchen Blue and cream Tony Stark visions Dutch don't with precision Triple 20 on the first toss In the staircase with the curb boss Fried snapper mac and cheese Cabbage with the jerk sauce Conversation about life and death and in between The fungus got me switching schemes While I split the green Camouflage tactics Tall stacking forecasting on the ops Temperature this all practice Ain't nothing serious. I've been feeling like I all actors It's not all about drugs and guns It's more factors more life, bro. In the booth of white chalk bastards I don't man. think you wanna talk status Got little guppies making shark splashes Ford engine in the formatic Camouflage tactics Big money, small batches Had the whole block doing backflips The profit margin batshit Got walk scared and talk ratchet Camouflage tactics Big money, small batches Had the whole block doing backflips Why you doing all them flips? The profit margin batshit Got walk scared and talk ratchet Being on the infinite banner with my man Mark has been a pleasure.